starting the show here. Oh, no! It's in our block. Chevy Silverado factory lifted trucks. Where will they take you? From Atlanta, Fulton County. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Then you maintain the status. December 7th, 19th. I'm question a psychopath. I love you so badly. I got me. Right when the chat got going, too. Welcome in. This is Keith Pazel. Coming in at the end of the Packers-Lions game here. This is very, very exciting stuff. We've got a tangle here, but this is we got playoff implications, at least for the Packers. Um, so they're, I think if they win, they're in, right? Or who is there? Because the Vikings won the division. So whoever wins is in. Happy New Year to the chat, everybody. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. It's been, I, I buried the lead. It's been what? How long has it been since we recorded? It's been four, almost four weeks. It's been almost a month. Uh, but I got, I got swallowed in the, in the Southwest stuff. You know, Southwest fucked me over. And they got to take a time out here. I was supposed to come home on the 29th of December, 27th. I would have been in this seat in the 27th of December, but then Southwest was like, no. You're going to you're going to be there for another 3 days and I really did feel those 3 days. It's one thing being in Chicago. Uh yeah, if the Packers win, they get in. But if the Lions don't, it's probably due to some tiebreaker. Uh so they're playing spoiler and I guess a lot of the the Lions didn't want to know who won the game. Like they could have but they were like no, we don't want to know. We're we're act cuz they they they're like cuz either way we're going to make the playoffs or we're going to be a spoiler. Um, hold on, I'm just let's get what we got. That guy, the former player. So they finally. Oh, I love when a coach wears the fucking gloves, like a wide receiver. Look at him. Yeah, in reality, Second it is very one. cold. Look at Aaron Rodgers right there. Do you want one of the? Yeah. Larry wants one of those big fucking quarterback fucking jackets. It doesn't even look like they have sleeves. It just makes you look like, you know. A, you're a, you fucking yeah you cocoons you i'd love to know the kind of insulation they probably there's people that probably die on everest because 
the NFL won't reveal their fucking coat technology. Lines are up because the Seahawks won. Okay, that's what it is. Because the reporters were going to tell them before the game, but then they were like, ah, 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 ah. The neutral zone foul. It still will be second down. Who's that broad? Yeah, there's Sheila Ford Hamp. Sheila Ford Hamp. I love a three-named fucking owner. Happy birthday, Mama Bear, by the way. Oh, no! 100 years old. Realistically, just should have the team taken away from her, if, if I'm being quite honest. It's really old. It's, that's a really old age to be. As long as you pick up this first down, it adds a play to the mix. Here's the run by Williams, and he's going Look at that. He got it. He got it. Fucking, it's getting to be where it's so easy to gain short yardage. They're going to start not giving the benefit of the doubt on those, like, uh, what do they call that? Like, uh, momentum carries where they say, like, well, he got pulled back, but he got going this far. Coach. I feel like the refs get frustrated that they get four yards so easily. They're always, like, marking them back a little bit. And that was... My man jumped. Larry earlier asked me, like, so what's the rules? Like, who can jump off sides and who can't? And I was just like, basically, everyone but the offensive line. The offensive line can't move an inch. And her eyes widened. Because it really is. And they're getting hit the most. So aside from them getting the most CTE, they're act, they can't defend themselves the most. Because they can't fucking move an inch until the ball is spiked. Upon which they'll receive crazy head trauma. What the future holds. 24 Williams inside. 20. They got Goff and they don't even give a fuck. Hot off the presses, the Texans fired Lovey Smith. Which explains why he didn't go for the loss. Because the Texans were, were trying to tank, obviously. Everyone's trying to tank. But they actually came back and won. They were up like 17 to 7. And then the Colts came back and took a 31 to 24 lead. And then the Texans, I'm sure on the orders of Lovey Smith, fucking won the game. And that's not fucking simpatico for, I'm sure the owners of the Texans, they probably wanted to, to do a good job tanking. We should applaud the Bears tank effort, by the way. The Bears really, uh, are getting the number one overall pick because the Texans won. Maybe that was Lovey found that out. What if they fired Lovey Smith this morning? Lovey's like, okay, you guys can go fuck yourselves. He found out that if they won, the Bears would get in. He was like, I'm going to do old Chicago a favor. And boy, did he. So the Bears are. What's that? Lovey Smith. It's such a Texas name. It's like a grandma is the coach. Oh, Lovey. She fucking brings out muffins. Lovey is a... Love... Scalawag? Is that a local paper out there? It's a southern news magazine. Yeah, Lovey Smith sounds like a compact southern grandma wearing a... The grandma from Proud Family is what I see when I hear Lovey Smith. And it gives Green Bay a free clock stop. It sure did. Welcome, uh, what is, I don't want to say names on, on, online, but welcome, J uh, Bailey's girlfriend. I feel like I, I feel like I know you. No, that's, that would be creepy. I see you guys every night. Oh, that was a nice little how do you do ya. 
They got the lead. Why are they getting fucking magical? Just fucking down the ball. You talk about letting it all hang out. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Look at Dan Campbell's red nose. That's the nose of a fucking... He doesn't snort cocaine. He snorts hope. Old Danny Campbell. Are you so yeah, I'm thinking Lovey Smith to say fuck the Texans was like, I'm going to put the Bears in the playoffs. They're getting the number one overall pick, which means they're going to be trading the fuck out of it, dude. They're going to rob someone blind for that pick black monday is tomorrow and lovey is starting it off yeah absolutely they kicked that shit off early they were like we're doing the australian fucking new year's on this announcing it before everybody else uh so that'll be the the question everybody asks first thing in the morning are the texans angling for well they ain't getting the first overall pick they got the number two overall pick the bears are going to trade down hopefully a couple times uh, maybe they can swing Devontae Adams in a couple trades. That would be amazing. Um, but I think the Texans are angling for firing Lovey Smith, hiring Sean Payton, telling him that the owners won't meddle, and then hopefully drafting one of either CJ Stroud, um, the Alabama quarterback. Don't trade that pick. Maybe they draft Will Anderson. But here's the thing about not trading that pick. Will Anderson could still be available if everybody's quarterback happy and they uh, blow the load and draft CJ Stroud, Will Levis, and, uh, and the kid from Alabama, Bryce Young. That's the first three picks right there. You could trade, you could still be, you know, you trade to pick number four if you think that's how the board's going to break down. You draft Will Levis at number four while trading that first round pick. For some other assets. Know what I'm saying? Uh, or maybe you know once you acquire a fourth or a fifth pick. You're like oh damn. Will Anderson fell more. Or maybe a Jalen Carter is available. Uh, yeah Jalen Carter. or Will, if, if Will Anderson is available you draft him. I do agree with that. And he will be because they have the number one overall pick. So it really is not as easy as I'm saying. But those are the two scenarios. You either trade the pick for a couple first round picks and a few future picks uh and maybe an existing player or you fucking draft Will Levis and then hope that you can draft the fuck cuz they also have the most cap space so you hope that you know if you're using that first round pick you need to nail the rest of that draft cuz trading that pick all that does is ensure that you have more options to succeed because after the second round it's kind of a coin flip about uh, of whether these players work out or not. I've lost my fantasy playoffs. That happened while we were off. And then, uh, so I don't know if any of your guys' fantasy playoffs were affected by the, the uh, DeMar Hamlin game. We missed that. We could have covered that together. Uh, so yeah, since or uh, Demar Hamlin literally drops dead on the field, and then is comes back to life. Now he's fucking zooming with the players. But that game was d gonna decide my fantasy football nat or uh, championship, and that game didn't happen. So we just had to think of all sorts of emergency situations. I've never fucking ooh, changing the camera. I feel like I sound very neurotic when that camera changes. I'm like, oh, I'll change the camera. Oh, God. Oh, God. So, yeah, that shit decided our game. We had to, we were going to combine 
week 17 into week 18. And I kind of liked that idea of like you go into week 18 with the existing points and then you just do another game. But they were not in on that. Um, so we just whoever was up uh, got awarded the uh, championship title and it was the heel of the group, the conspiracy theorist of the group. Uh, one of those, he's like a good guy, but just doesn't, is an idiot. He's an idiot, but a good guy. Well, and he's the fucking champion. Packers got to stop here, go down the field and score to go play a playoff game in Santa Clara next weekend. If the Lions get. Man, the Lions are really taking this playing spoiler seriously. It's kind of, you know, it's kind of exciting. Dan Campbell wants that winning record. I think that's very important to them because Detroit is a fucking mess football-wise. And they they really could enjoy this little victory. For the first down by DJ Shark. And you can hear them from all the way in Seattle. Woo. Lions have come into Lambeau. Michigan's own Hutchinson. The fucking, I swear to God, the only defensive end I've ever heard in my life that has like four interceptions on the season. Guys, guys' arms are like fucking tree trunks. Around route, but if you run that back just a little bit, you'll see people looking around on the Packers' defense. And why did that happen? Because they went to that snap huddle where they came out, got to the line of scrimmage, snapped the ball. Look at him. Fucking victory formation for the boys. Set and match. Look at him. Look how happy. I've never seen a team so happy to not make the playoffs. It really is kind of shows you what football does to your brain. Back win on the road. And the Green Bay Packers are eliminated. Seattle will go to the playoffs. As the seventh Congratulations to Dan Campbell. I mean, what he's done. Keep Aaron Rodgers is fucking tripping pure ayahuasca right now. And end up with a winning record. Just amazing. What a turnaround for this team and for Dan Campbell and this franchise. And now. Just realized the glaring error I made, but I think it's fixable. I was streaming but not recording, but I believe that I can download the video off Twitch because it's my channel. Um, but if not, uh, the first 23 minutes or, or so of the pod is not going to be available uh, for everybody. But that's why you got to watch the show. Aaron said, I'm going to hold on to this one. So that just adds to Yeah, dude, Aaron's fucking gonna go eat some eat some mud, drink some ayahuasca, contemplate. He probably, I don't know, maybe he retires, but it's looking like the Raiders are gonna want him. Uh maybe the Broncos. I don't know. The Broncos are kind of stuck with that Russell Wilson contract. Lions fans are down there. What say you, chat? What do you think is the fate of our young not maybe well, young in in life terms, but what do you guys think is the fate of old Aaron? Take a long look around here, I bet, and take it in a little bit. Because we know that the speculation has been year in, year out. Ooh, you got a little bit of new internet? New internet, loving the stream, absolutely. I mean, it's a high-def stream. The only thing on the internet that runs at 1080p, but none of my cameras are 1080p. So it's like watching a really high-quality 90s television. You really see those flaws. You can see the pixels a mile away. 
We saw so much quarterback movement. He, yeah, I think he definitely, I don't think he'll retire. I think he wants, he's going to be like Belichick where I think he wants to prove that it wasn't just the pack surrounding him with, with talent or inheriting anything. I feel like he gets angry when people say that like you inherited a legacy. You didn't really, I mean, he's great statistically, but he never really willed any sort of playoff runs. They won the one Super Bowl and then have pretty much been one and done. As far as I can fucking remember. Don't know if it'll be the final time or not. But if he stays in Green Bay, I don't know. Maybe these ayahuasca trips did change him. And he's he wants to fucking become friends. Look at him. He loves Randall Cobb. Two old men just walking off into the sunset with their athletic. Look how covered they are in athletic tape. That's not a shirt. That's just a shirt of athletic tape under Aaron Rodgers' jersey might be one more chapter chapter um, one i could see him going to the raiders though i th- definitely think he wants to head closer to uh to the west coast because he misses chico the 49ers maybe need a quarterback maybe they fucking do something crazy but i mean if trey lance ain't the guy i think brock purdy is so who knows what the 49ers do i mean they kind of fuck themselves if Brock Purdy ends up being the next Tom Brady, they also have Trey Lance. Maybe they can flip Lance to the to the Raiders. You know what I'm saying? But I think I also think people in Green Bay are getting to where they got with Brett Favre, to where you know they want to see what they have with uh, with Jordan Love. Team to a new height in this rebuild. Yeah, that is another thing they're they're saying too, Brady to the Raiders. But the Raiders are going to get an old fogey, which doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I know you're getting a Hall of Famer old fogey, but Derek Carr is like a young guy and cried for the team. Fucking broke down talking about what players do to their bodies. You guys don't know what we do to our bodies to go to sleep. Fucking the Lord, brother. That's another thing that's fucking shook me. I mentioned this to Larry earlier today. I feel like this DeMar Hamlin thing has really been an excuse for people to hammer down a number one, how awesome the NFL is, and people really want you to believe that God exists. I mean, fucking Josh Allen cried about it. Jim Hill on CBS LA was like, really shows you the power of the God above. Uh... You know, and I say this with respect to anyone who might believe out there, but God's not real. He can be in your heart, just like how the Japanese had to cheer in your heart. Anything can exist in your heart. Um, But let's give the doctors who fucking literally saved Jamar Hamlin's life a little bit of credit here. You know, that's all I'm saying, brother. You could say you get unlimited and reliable coast-to-coast coverage for only $29.99. What do we got? Let's go to, uh, let's start the channel surf then. What say you? We're going to go over what happened in the NFL, all sorts of news. I got television stuff. I watched a couple of TV shows, a documentary. We got TV League. Uh, But let's start off. Let's do a little channel surf. For people who don't know, we start from channel two. uh, And we go all the way to the top, baby. This here is East New York. I think this is the new kind of, this is CBS's Blue Bloods. You know, copy, or TV is very uh, chameleon-esque. 
uh, and everybody just goes, is that fucking Nia Jax on East New York? Years. I know things, but that doesn't matter. No, that looks like Nia Jax, though. I can't even carry a gun. It's crazy that you're unarmed. I'm good. Like, oh, no, that's not Nia Jax. That's that fake-ass Rosie Perez. What are you from? Not have it. Dexter? Are you from Dexter? Look at that. Look at that. Showing the fucking financial shit of a cop. That is a... That's one of the LG phones that they give you for signing up for a free phone plan. Being out on the street doing what I... That guy's got a basic operating system right there. No Snapdragon in sight. Who is Santiago? Who is Santiago? Oh, that's the chick from Dexter. That's the fucking... Uh, the police chief from Dexter. Angel. She fucking really hits those fucking curves above those letters. Don't want anything to happen to him. Did he give you any indication of where he was going or what he was going to do? Or what he was going to do? Everybody is fucking Dominican or Puerto Rican on this show. I love it. And then you got Richard Kind over here. Oh, are we talking saucy? Do we got saucy accents? No, if Marvin gets in touch with you. I do not buy Richard Kind as a police officer, by the way. Is he a crossing guard? I'll only buy it if he's a crossing guard in this show. He told me that he Richard Kind was a neurotic. I mean, he's a human fucking Pepto-Bismol bottle. This is fucking Richard Kind right here. Only in the immediate aftermath of a shooting. You should know Marvin has no intention of abiding by that rule. I think George Floyd was on fentanyl. Marguerite. Got a gun. This is going to be great. Taking the shot off. Up to Channel 3, Nature's Great Events. Don't show fish. Oh, is this a bear swimming? Look at this. This is the Chicago Bears fishing for that first round pick today. Look at it, and they got it in their fucking jaws. That's Justin Fields coming from the waters with the number one overall pick. Water levels are particularly low. Oh, they're going to trade the pick or draft the defensive end. We look at a young Will Anderson in the wild getting ready to pounce on a possible rookie quarterback. In some years, these conditions can get so bad that most of the salmon die before they even reach. Look at all those salmon. That's how fucking, that's how I am in nature. I'm just not, I'm not, I love nature, but I am so repressed in expressing my joy to things. I would have just been like, those are sick fucking salmon. I don't like using the word beautiful or wondrous or any kind of joy. I feel bad when people see me smile, you know. And I'm not even fucking Catholic, and I got that kind of guilt inside of me. Go over to the challenge. This show's wild. This show's hosted by two fucking buffoons. That's a bit. One of the guys talks like this. He's just like, wow, I'm going to say some snarky shit. This season one and six. And now you finish with a winning record. It still throws me off. I've been in Los Angeles for four years, and it throws me the fuck off that NBC is Channel 4 out here, not Channel 5. When I was younger, I was staying in Dover, Delaware, and I wanted to watch NBC, and I was like, do you guys got Channel 5? And they were getting so mad because I didn't know. I didn't know. I couldn't pull NBC. I knew it as Channel 5. Get off my back, you fucking mid-Atlantic pricks. Oh, 
emotional reaction to this thing. All right, here we go. Super Wild Card Weekend presented by Verizon. Here are the matchups and networks. Seahawks Niners. I'm taking Niners in that game. I think they're the team to beat. I think the Jags are going to make a run. I'd like to see Trevor and his long locks make a little bit of a run. So Justin Fields has a fucking a potential. Can you imagine a fucking Jags Bears Super Bowl? That would fucking really wet the old nipples. Uh, Bills Dolphins. I mean, obviously, you know, I think the Dolphins are going to upset the Bills. I'm calling it right now. I don't want it to happen, but it's marked in stone right now. Uh, Vikings, I think, got the Giants. Uh, Bengals and Ravens is a good matchup because Lamar's coming back, but I think too many, uh, problems going on in the Ravens locker room. Uh, you got Harbaugh potentially allegedly calling Lamar lazy, organization thinking he's lazy for sitting out as long as he has. Uh, and I've talked too long and I, we lost the rest of the matchups. But that's all I got to say. On the prize in the new Peacock original, The Traders. Plus stream Premier League. fucking get better graphics for Peacock. You're just showing them the load screen. Holy shit. I thought it malfunctioned. If you're watching on Peacock, live coverage continues. Back in the studio here at Lambeau with Sunday night football final only on Peacock. Only on Peacock. And when Chris and I come back, we'll peek ahead. We're going to cut into the challenge here. I want you to see these two fuckers. I don't even know what the show is. They just sit in thrones and pontificate. I don't know if it's a sports show or a culture show. Here, we'll get back to it. I love a world's funniest. This is our CW out here. Here's Rise and Shine. Oh, this is like the world's funniest home videos, but with animals. I mean, I love when a TV show is just YouTube. Like, this is just YouTube. Just stream YouTube. Like, living with a... Bill's Vikings Super Bowl would be amazing. Two teams that haven't won it ever or... Yeah, two teams that haven't won it ever. And both have been four times. So yeah, that would be insane because you'd be one. I like the the balance of that. Someone's going to be happy and someone's going to be crushed yet again. Uh, though, I think the Bills are more desperate. It would be one thing if, you know, at least the Vikings have been competitive over the years. The Bills have been true dog shit since, the, you know, 1997 or 99. The uh, Music City Miracle was the last time they were good. Look at that bear. They're not telling you that that bear's skull is gone. Uh-oh. Top five. Oh, that was a dog. Ways to wake up easily. We need to find this guy a new doggy bed. The chair in this clip is definitely not working. They can't even... Their show is literally just YouTube. They have them in front of a green screen. They can't even afford a basic room for them to make fun of animals. In. Waking up from a nap mid-face plant... I do kind of like the concept, though. They mix in, like, the best week ever panel. It's not just the one host. Oh, my God. We got the Lion King. Is this the fucking movie or the cartoon? Hell, yeah. 1994. Animated classic. We're going to fucking continue on, but we are earmarking the Lion King. Look at this shit. Ed Sullivan show. <laughs> you know, there have been some, uh, there have been some very, very famous, famous people sat on this piano. You know? I Comedy fucking stunk before 1987. I mean, really, before Eddie Murphy, it was like, so you had to be there. I feel like, well, prior, 
prior calling. And I <laughs> That's when you know it's getting pathetic. I mean, I know in the Eastern time zone it's like 11 o'clock, but this is 3 a.m. television. I mean, this should be on alongside Wings and MASH. At least when I was a kid, and you know they're getting down to the bare bones, this is just a random episode of the Ed Sullivan Show. When I was a kid in the 90s and the early 2000s, and they needed to dig into the archives of this, at least they would throw you a fucking meaty episode, something around when Kennedy got assassinated. Show you an interview with fucking John Lennon in fucking war fatigues talking about peace. Ed Sullivan. But this is just a broad on a piano. Are you all right up there, Carol? Yes, I feel fine. You all right up there, Broad? Side saddle. <laughs> well, that's the Western trend in television. My little maverick. Ooh, the Western trend. The hippies, they're taking over America. The fucking, these hippies smoking their grass. Are old-timey songs like this fucking copywritten? We'll see. I feel like the old fucking... YouTube doesn't catch those songs. They only catch anything pre-YouTube. You can catch. Alright, I've had enough. I can't believe people in the 60s put up with that. It's your fault. We have legal professionals standing by to tell you how much your case is potentially worth. Spokesman Tom Mustin is... Is that fucking Jenny Jones? Tell the viewers at home why they should call in. Well, Gina, they should call No, Gina. That's Gina Jones. That's her sister, obviously. If someone's been injured in it... This is a fucking... I love the PBS-ness of this commercial. Find out how much you're... They're making it seem like they're trying to bait you into thinking it's an infomercial. Now looking for blue skies and bright <clears throat> futures. Tonight's team profile focuses... That's Leslie Marine and some fucker. I don't know, Ross Palumbo. Who are you? Who did you replace? And why does it look like someone penciled your beard on? The hammering, the planning, inspecting, and double-checking. Just another Saturday for youth with... Let's see if my shit's back on here. Pageant queen turned rocket scientist. I bet those pageants... I'm excited about the Lion King. I don't know about you guys. True. I'm a criminal. I'm CIA. <laughs> There's not a lot of exciting. If there was a murder or something, I would have kept the news on. They got to throw a lot of commercial at you because I, I, that's why I thought it was the movie because they've blocked out two and a half hours. Oh, it is the fucking live action. This bullshit. What a lie. Zazu. Technology. 1994. Unless they, yeah. Oh, what a fucking lie Gotta the guy is. Said it was the animated one, but they threw. I've never seen this one, and I refuse to watch it. I'd rather watch Ed Sullivan fucking berate women. To Eagles, new to the program. Let's see, let's check the Telemundo, eh? Ooh, it's a rash. You only get that down in Tijuana. I was so closed off as a kid. I might have mentioned this before, but I'm half Mexican, so I grew up. My only 
grasp of being Mexican is my grandma Fox's house. So anytime I watch fucking novellas, I smell my grandma's house. Like as a kid, I would watch these commercials and be blown away that Mexico looked like the United States. Cause in my head, Mexico was my grandma's house. It was all yellows and browns and just tortillas baking everywhere. You know, my Mexican family really did raise me to be pretty fucking racist. I got to be honest with you. But even still, I even feel that. I'm just like, wow, it looks just like our place does. Like, I was just trained to think that it was all fucking Pueblos and stone houses and shit. Potatoes, pastas, sides, and a variety of salads with loads of ingredients. They got Pizza Huts in Mexico? Start eating. Shaky's bunch of lunch. Do lunch better. Shaky's fucking rules, dude. They'll fucking put your, your birthday out on the marquee. Let all of Los Angeles know that you're fucking 18. Brindándole ayuda a la comunidad después de un accidente de auto. We can never catch uh, Univision or Telemundo on any sort of programming. Girl in the camp. Family Guy. Family Guy, by the way, which is in the top five of the TV list. Feel like we can do that. Let's fucking pull up that nonsense. We'll fucking throw a little bit of TV League into the mix while we do this. Let me pull up the window. for dirty dancing. <laughs> we had booze, sexy music, and because it was August by a lake, lots of mosquitoes. Here we go. So, uh, I'll go back My a page here. favorite partner was Dancy McGee. She was the best dancer on the staff. As you can tell from this dance party. Love Putty. Everyone loves Putty. Than anyone on the staff. Than anyone there on Jennifer the staff. was again, always with her nose pressed against the glass uh -oh. or anything else she uh -oh. was standing three feet away from. Might be going a bit hard with the nose stuff. Relax, she's fine. She got a new one. Sorry. I'm trying to fuck to with the chat, move. make sure it's still in hey, here. Yeah, we were Still go with the standings. <clears throat> so, Family Guy placed on a few of these fucking grids here. So, let's get back. Uh, we'll go full into it, but at least this week, Family Guy was, let's see here, number one on Hulu. It was the number one show on Hulu. It was the number three show on Disney+. Plus. Um, uh, it, uh, I think it might place on the Sunday shows if it gets up there, but let's see, that's 50, it's almost 100 points. It's like 75 points. And then uh, earlier on in the week, it scored. I'm looking at my ledger here. Yeah, number three on Disney Plus again for last week. Uh, so it's steady getting those, and we've come to to learn that in the TV league. It's good to get those number one show spots, those 50 and 52s, if you get those bonus points. But the shows that are really consistently staying at the top here, like Yellowstone Eclipse to the number one spot, almost at 2,000 points. Yellowstone and House of the Dragon are always number two and three. That's really how you climb your way to the top. The Simpsons and Family Guy is not a show we're always referencing. We're always talking about House of the Dragon, Game of Thrones, because these are the shows that are hitting those number one slots. White Lotus, all of that 662 is because of hitting number one on HBO and the corresponding networks. But it's still only at 662 points. These shows that are at 1,000. These shows are always in the grid. They may not always be number one. You know, White Lotus is either number one or it's not there. But shows like The Simpsons or Family Guy, they're always fucking there. 
Family Guy at 908 points just outside of the NFL. Family Guy is almost as popular as Sunday and Monday Night Football, for Christ's sakes. Um, so that's that. You seem to drop me into the one warm spot in this whole cold lake. Yeah, and I, uh, I like how you're at least 18 years old. Actually, I'm... I like how you're Ooh. at least 18 years old. Her nickname was really trying to let people know that he is not a pedophile. Anyway, we were falling in love, but then Joe, come. My name is Joe Delia. Going up a channel. Ooh, here we go. We got a fun little Mexican game show. Although I will say, because this is like you know, I've seen several shows like this where they just line them up and have them do fucking beanbag challenges. The Mexican ones. You could tell they treat these shows low budget because they go all in on telenovelas. They'll fucking really pour a lot of fucking modern family level money into this. But it's the opposite. They give these fucking reality shows nothing. This is the producer's backyard. You don't even know, need to know Spanish. They're playing beanbags, brother. They're going to get some sort of uh, menudo poured on them if they fail. At least they got them dressed tastefully. Usually they got these girls out there in fucking G-strings fucking doing challenges. Rojo. Reds and blues. I know that much. Really keeping it simple. Seeing the American game shows, you get to name your team something crazy. Moving it on up. Theology. Let me put this in a way you'll understand. Big Bang Theory. You remember how you explained to me that the Kardashians aren't real celebrities? That's my commentary. Just saying the name of the show. That's all I got for Big Bang Theory. Let's move on. It's beautiful now. I think we got a local LA channel. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Chinese television or Korean. I apologize if I'm not hitting the Asian country correctly, but here we go. Let's try and deduce what the fuck is happening. Because we got no data. We do, I do know it's it stars uh, Oh Min Suk and Shin Dong Mi. So clearly a drama. He just got into town. Oh, we got subtitles, thank God. It's a fucking bright ass room, dude. They were like fuck lighting it with emotion. What a little fun workplace drama here. Look at that sweater. Say it. Call me a whore. She got aggressive quick. She seems so timid. 
Are they cheating with each other? We're just discussing some PR stuff. Did you fucking San Antonio some lady? Oh, PR, not HR. This show just seems like it's about them discussing work. You know, they're very fucking practical people. The Korean, Japanese, or whatever this is. Definitely not Chinese. I know what they look like. Look at that guy. What is he in a submarine? Holy shit. This is like an Asian novella. Where is he at? Is he in a fucking... Welcome to my giant tube of lipstick. Hello. <sighs> It's going to become Squid Game at any moment. There's going to spikes are going to appear. The floor is going to drop out. Someone's head is going to be blown off. If I know Korean television. Ah, I would love if the whole point of this show was to feign a dramatic situation, but then it's just them asking pleasantries of each other. That would be fun. The Unknown Master of Restoration. I tell my son I love you every single day. Now my dad has never said that to me. Not because he doesn't love me, but because culturally... Ken Jeong, the host of uh, Mass Singer, everybody. So I teased him the other day no, and I said, that's not true. How come you never say that to me? And he said, you're too old now. Now that he's a grandfather, he says, I love you to my son every time he sees him. My advice to all the fathers out there, forget... Don't fuck up your children like mine did, like my dad did me. Way too fast for you to waste even a single precious minute. Fuck saying I love you. I think the Asians need to stop expecting to be taken care of by their parents. My mom wanted me out of the fucking house. Long and... Often too violent history of Ooh. bigotry and intolerance, but the legacy of literary Man, they just cut in quick. Is this a commercial or are they changing programming? Inviting you to join me for the 87th annual Annisfield Wolf Book Awards, a celebration of novelists, poets, and scholars working and writing to create a more just world. Monday at 7 on KLCS. He's a photographer. PBS going up to another PBS channel, Miss Scarlet and the Duke. Ooh, look Detective at this. Fitzroy, please feel free to call me Oliver, Mr. Moses. As I approach this sweaty Negro. I mean, this is fucking the 1800s. Ain't no way that was a free black man. Mr. Potts. <clears throat> Miss Scarlet. You've poisoned the tea, haven't you? Oh, yes. See you again. Yes. Last time we met. I fucking love how all British nobles are fat, and then you just always see them eating two grapes, 
fucking the merest portions of food. Even when they got the, the fucking turkey leg, they don't eat it. You don't see them eating, yet they're all swollen. It was the fucking syphilis. They were all fucking running, filled to the gills with fucking sexual transmitted diseases. Absolutely nothing. It's all about Inspector Wellington. Whoa. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. How determined, tenacious, talented he is. But nothing's all about you. <laughs> what do you say for a show back? I think I'm doing good, huh? Oh, Jeff's, it's a little one. <laughs> the Scarlet and the Duke. Put on a little church. Let's go to the Lord here. Mine. So, again, closing thoughts uh, to the author of the book, Greater is Coming. Yeah, it's funny. My book is that yellow color. Just Ooh, Joel Osteen. I love how he's clearly doing an infomercial about himself. I love when people hire a camera crew to follow them around and then show it on their own show. Like, that should be something you selling your product. This is, we know who you are. Hardship, but God's going to restore you to greater honor. God's going to restore these leaves. And today, just have a greater mentality. Greater. It's easy to have a victim mentality, but you know what? Let's go into 20. Let's go bury some children in this forest here. It's easy to you just whip them in the forest and the trees sort it all out. Look at all that's wrong in my life. I'm going to look at what's right in my life. And look at his wife just standing there with the most just conflicted eyes. This way. <laughs> so we need to go off this way. The graders up here. Don't worry, y'all will find the end. They're gonna lead these two to their fucking demise. No one comes out of my compound, I swear. Ooh, I like that intro. Fucking rock and roll, dude. Joel Osteen puts a little bit of oomph at the end of his shows. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Great to be with you I guys. New Year. Don't you love New I Year's? I do. Does Joel produce every show on this channel? Introduce people to Christ anywhere, anytime, any place, through any meeting. I will bless the Lord Carter. at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth. Hi there. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. That was my dad's kind of opening mind. Sometimes God just keeps us in the game yea though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will not fear i love when people associate a bible line of just like sometimes things happen to you at the supermarket like that ye walks into the frozen food aisle and seeketh the chicken nuggets it says it in the bible First into a spontaneous applause you understand you change the world so cal harvest how are you tonight it's time for another jesus revolution hi tv and family happy 50th so exciting hi tv and so family has brought over the years Eight. how much is tbn paying you to do this is this a labor of love you could ever do every sermon every concert every broadcast we purpose to be empowering here's to the next 50 years it was a surreal experience it's not so much the cleanness here's where religious television will will just come through in spades it's not that you're clean and religious you can talk about but Stop being so lame see you need Seacrest that guy was Brian Dunkelman you don't need Dunkelman you need fucking like when Kirk Cousins is the coolest person on your television shows that's terrible it's a story about Huckabee's close at least he plays the bass that he would use your work to touch people so if it weren't for America we'd all be that guy doesn't deserve that RE20 that's a $500 microphone that the Lord did not pay for 
The denominations paid for that. Coming into 2023, Jesus is this hope we have. As we naturally. That was a lot of fucking shit thrown at you. I feel indoctrinated now. Translated. What do we got here? Teen. Love is long-suffering, kind, is not proud, does not boast, does not seek its own. Then I substituted God for those words. Uh-oh, here we go. The teens are, are iffy. Got to clean ourselves off with a little Perry Mason here. It'd be very effective. In whose army? Oh, I love that guy. He died last year. They probably wound up in Central America. Have you been doing this long? No, both Captain Rivers and myself are retired. That guy looks like he's not on screen with either of those guys. Very long days. You don't sound like a man who's ready for retirement. Far from it. Mr. Mason, what brings you here? Some files concerning you. Was, was Perry Mason always that guy? Is Perry Mason like James Bond? Have they had several Perry Masons? Let's look that up. I've never, to be quite honest with you, looked into Perry Mason. Let's see what we got. I have to have an alibi for a murder I had no motive to commit. I can think of one. Isn't Obviously, it true you they've were rebooted about to be it. Appointed to the board of directors of the Corporation. To 67 to oh, So yeah, we got this guy. But is that the same guy and that we're watching right now? How did he turn into off. fucking Orson Welles? Do we have to listen to this? No. Mr. Mason, I just overstayed his welcome. I enjoyed every minute of it. Raymond Burr was Harry Mason the whole time, huh? Harry Mason television films. Okay, so this is a Sorvino Hal Hallbrook one, I think. What was the year? 1987. So when did Burr die? Burr died in 93. The other Gene Simmons. So yeah, that was an old Raymond Burr. He really just started looking very Wellsish, very Orson Wellsish at the end. What the devil's the matter with you? This is a restricted area. What the devil is going on, fool? I've been assigned general, my driver and I. What the devil's going on, Jack? This is just out of the black. He would have been throwing Jacks and Wootsie Dozies. Well, thank you for the ride. Random black man. Ooh, we got a jump cut. Well, what do you think? Got a little bit of an NCIS rerun here. We made it work. We did it well. You know what? We are better together. Okay. Boss, you know I'm right. Dude, McGee has looked... So weird. So many different things. He's been fat. He's been skinny. He's had that weird goatee. Mark Harmon looks so In order old. to do that, we need to be a team. When did Mark Harmon start talking like this? Is this a newer one? This is season 19. 
Jesus Christ, the new ones are making it to Ion so quick. I think they're on 19. I'm just here to get off that bale of hay and come back to work, boss. I'm proud of you. What? Keep pushing, McGee. You really get me going, McGee. You're the reason I wake up in the morning. You're real. Looks like he's had a hard few years on the farm, Harmon. What do you got? Crossing into the news here. Some facts news. Breaking tonight, astonishingly, it is now. I look like a British Markle stop. Is going to go through with it. Our senile, decrepit, dishonest, divisive embarrassment of a president. Holy shit. Really is running for a second term. I love how they open shows like that and then they're like, you know, they were so disrespectful to Donald Trump. Evening, everyone, and happy new year to you all. Welcome. Is he senile? Yes. I wouldn't go so far as to say that Biden's decrepit. Let's give Joseph some credit. Tonight, with the revolution we saw in Congress this week. Of course, it's easy to say that the very... How are they going to handle this? The fucking... I think they have to turn on some of these Republicans, because this was too much of a shit show for them to blame all of this on the Democrats. Acceptance speech by McCarthy in the early hours of Saturday morning. The establishment media all week long gleefully pushed the chaos narrative. Here's a typical example from Axios talking about a new... Axios, the left-wing arm of the media. What? As we... Axios sounds Jewish. Honest observers would have seen. Oh, it's a total. I mean, this put the nail in the coffin. I mean, they're just an. They're WWE at this point. I mean, it's not a political party. Ross Perot needs to come back and bring the real Republican Party back. But despite the preposterous rhetoric about the rebels being at this point, though, the Republicans would think it was Ross Parrot, and they would just bring an anthropomorphized bird to run. And in good faith, it was good for the health of our democracy. As the sanctimonious media... I don't even have eyebrows. They loved our democracy when it was... Yeah, a couple people threw that the whole Gates-Trump thing. This was It was pathetic. So pathetic. Our democracy. The establishment screamed in pearl-clutching horror at the impertinence of it all. This is a humiliating... We got a, a fading battery here. I feel like when that battery finally kicks the bucket, we'll take a break, and then we'll hop into this, some commercials and bump into the second half here. ...the leader on the first ballot in a century, and will almost certainly lead to even more... Let's go GOP over to the liberal media. See, this is where CNBC gets it right. They're just throwing down Shark Tank 24-7. But yeah, Gates and Boebert both was like, I'll suggest Donald Trump. Just because they know it's third in line. But here's the thing about that. Speaker of the House is third in line. That is dangerous. Uh, but that's where I feel like it's going to force the Democrats to love Kamala. Because Kamala will be the last line between pure psychop psychopathy. Put you in a really supportive position. Castro so was pretty intimidating. Hey, man. Screen who's the initials man. DT and Green later confirmed Trump was in fact. Are you fucking throwing her fucking. Was she interviewing her? That's telling. You can see Marjorie Taylor Greene's uh, f uh, phone code here. Conservative members, six MAGA Republicans, including Rosendale, couldn't stomach voting for the new speaker. Instead, yeah, they want the yeah. That's exactly they want the new red wave. It already happened, and you guys are morons. Luster, the ex-president is fresh off of a disastrous midterm performance where his this guy looks like Marvin Harrison, less like a golden ticket and more like a kiss of death. 
Trump's own political future is still to be determined. Poll after poll shows him trailing others. He's running as a third at this point. His whole vent, he's got a vendetta against the fucking Republicans. He just wants to fuck DeSantis. Uh, and he ultimately will be why the Democrats win uh, and remain in, in shaky power. Um, but the Speaker of the House thing is pretty rough because he sets the schedule and you can't do anything in the House unless the Speaker sets it. So he could jam things up real bad. Uh, this is why I think just make up a new fucking rule. You're the government. So a real pleasure. Congratulations. Thanks. It's great to be with you. Let's Thanks. It's great to be with you, Eamon. Hey, man. A, running for office and B, when you were when you won, that this was how you see what's going on on the city channel. Look at this. A young B. Arthur. This is the era when women were always scared or frightened. I don't know. What does it mean? I can't make head out to you, right? It means that this cape belongs to Renee Beauchamp. She lent it to me. Oh, My daughter's Lucille Ball. Well, they suit you just the same. No, they don't. They don't suit me at all. That really is the same. Women are always scared or anxious or ready to jump off a building, and the men are always like, no. You don't want to go doing that, a pretty little dame like you. Let's just dance the waltz. Hi. Oh, uh, these are my old friends, Deb McIntyre and Frank, and my new friend, Miss... And then this is the other archetype. The dizzy bitch. Hi! I'm Mrs. Him. Oh, yes. Uh, one of the imitations? Oh, no, another one altogether. This is... Don't worry, the pills will dissolve soon and they'll be ours. Uh, why don't we all go up to the... Little bit of William Cosby? Ha, ha, ha. I don't dance. That lets me out, too. I don't dance either, according to my daughters. How are Isabel and the kids? Fine with that. We have to do CNN playing a Giuliani documentary. And we have to do organized crime work because we have five. Man, listen to that lisp. How come I didn't really notice that lisp earlier? I mean, we didn't get a lot of Giuliani until he went national. A tremendous amount of political power, economic power, and all sorts of other kinds of power. I mean, that hair is pretend, right? In less than two weeks, a body has been found, killed gangland style in New York. Carmine Galenti, one of the underworld's most powerful figures, was gunned down. I think living now in New York. I'm kind of upset that I did, we didn't get the, the mafia death. In Chicago, there's mafia, but they all just run carpet and furniture stores down Milwaukee Avenue. You don't get a lot of gangland warfare that they got in the 90s and 80s in, in New York. And I'm upset by it. It's crime back then. The mafia. I also grew up in the suburbs, so it could have been happening. But there were no fucking, you know. That's the thing. All the mafia in Chicago were all in high up positions. So you had, it was all just payola bullshit. People fucking around with the payroll. Who did a tax? An organized crime hidden tax that is placed on items that evolve from businesses. New forensic files. Is it the good forensic files or the new ones? Season 8, I like the guy who talks like this. All now, $30 billion in trust money has been set aside. A little bit of weird earth on the weather channel. Respectable. This is a beautiful feature, but you do not want to get very close to it. Holding your hand in it for even a second could give you scalding burns. Scalding burns. This will Al Green you immediately. bodies of water. You don't want to do that here. The water in this thing. Are they best week evering this shit too? Oh no, that's a weatherman. I thought they had fucking Keith Robinson here making jokes about the weather. Talking about super heated water. Despite the intense heat, 
Experts think the cold Kazakh winter plays a vital role in shaping the stack. Once the hot water reaches the surface, it hits that cold Kazakh air, and it instantly freezes, and it falls down on itself, building up the imposing volcanic cone shape we see in the video. It's the same principle as how a real volcano forms. Well, this isn't a true volcano. It is kind of similar to one, you know, obviously. It is. Know, you need a good Australian. Spews out and eventually. I performed at a hostel earlier this week. There was a couple Australians, so I've been thinking it all week there. Except instead of. I got a, I got a cousin who's married to someone who's Australian and she's got muscular dystrophy. And I've been saying that in my head. I got a little bit of muscular dystrophy there. Resembles a phenomenon recently. My muscles are dystrophied. Ice volcanoes actually. It's not a good arm. Not a good arm. Outer edges of our solar system. The icy planets. What are we on? Fucking Venus now? A little bit of SVU. Let's close out TV League while we're here. Well, we got the perfect show. We got a league show to close it out. Just kidding. On. It's another coffee shop. Dancing is everything. Soccer is the best. But her moderate Football to severe is life, bitch. Could make it hard for her. Now I'm staying ahead of it. So skin from within, so they can have clearer skin and less itch. Serious allergic reactions can occur that can be severe. Tell your doctor about new. So our top shows here: Yellowstone obviously remains at number one. Uh, House of the Dragon at number two, almost clawed back, but Yellowstone is kind of running away with it. Um, Yellowstone's caught a little bit of prep. One of the dudes was on Good Morning America. Shit like that matters to the demographic de demographic of Yellowstone. Uh, all the 50-year-olds watch Good Morning America and all that shit, so when one of the characters is on it, they fucking watch that shit. Uh, Rick and Morty's still number three, but fading. I would even venture to say that it's going to struggle to crack 2000. Maybe it gets another run later. They do some marathons and it gets into people's heads and they start stremming it. Um, and then number four, Grey's and our uh, Game of Thrones at 1428 points. Grey's Anatomy took a couple first places in that uh, Star Plus, which is, I think, the European or some other country's version of Hulu. I think they call it Star Plus. Because that's been hitting number one, so it's been getting some 50s to crack into the, get closer to the top here. The Simpsons cracked into the thousands, like we talked about earlier. The NFL hitting a thousand. Um, White Lotus getting some heat. Uh, the biggest British show here, so we do gotta, I, I've, we're up to date until, uh, we got everything up to December 18th here. So I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Got 125 points. And then Strictly Come Dancing, which is the Britain version of uh, Dancing with the Stars, got 270 points in the entirety of, of our break. Well, we've been off for four weeks. It scored 270 points. It's up there at a 529. Uh, when I make the graphic, we'll see if it cracked the top 20 here. Um, but yeah, let's see. We've got some big movers and shakers here kaleidoscope debuted at 50 that's a new show uh wednesday the adams family show is fucking dominating here let's see what wednesday is ah for christ's sakes there we go so wednesday's got 470 points so it's almost into that top 20 
um what else were the big the big wins here yellowstone obviously second place in itunes first place in amazon second place in voodoo uh jack ryan took first place i watched fucking jack ryan guys my case i mean my favorite part of jack ryan and a lot of the new like cia shows is because of the ukrainian war russia is the boogeyman again like russia is allowed to be the like you gotta watch out for the ruskies type of show and because of the eye rollingness of the cold war a storyline is always no one believes him jack ryan knows the fucking uh ruski's got a bomb and of course no one believes him uh but the battery died so let's go to the break and then when we come back we'll continue this fucking talk here uh we got commercials from december 31st 1995 uh maybe we'll do a little blend of tv league and history but i do want to continue on our little talk here uh so yeah here is uh some commercials we'll be back in about 10 eh, five to eight minutes i'm gonna smoke go number one news radio moves to nbc sundays in one week after mad about you time is running out but there's one last chance at big year end savings it's Hyundai's Beat the Clock clearance. Time for up to $1,500 factory cash on an airbag-equipped 95 Elantra. Time for a durable, fun-to-drive 96 Accent. Now just $77.85. And now time for $1,500 factory cash on a luxurious 95 Sonata. It's the biggest event of the year. So beat it to your Hyundai dealer now, because there's no time like the present. Call 1-800-826-CARS for the Hyundai dealer nearest you. Space aliens have taken human form, and they're coming to must-see TV. Ten fingers, eleven toes. They've discovered human culture. They're doing that thing again. Oh, yeah. In fact, they've pretty much learned how to be human. I made chicken soup. It's supposed to make us feel better. Coming from the producers of Grace Under Fire and Roseanne, a new comedy about trying to fit in. John Lithgow stars with Jane Curtin in Third Rock from the Sun, landing soon on NBC Tuesdays. You're watching News Channel 4, the Tri-State News Channel. Anybody know McDonald's Big Mac song? To all the fans, special sauce, lettuce, pickles, onions, and a sesame seed bun. Oh, yeah. To all the fans, special sauce. Oh, yeah. Have a sesame seed bun. To all beef patty, special sauce. To all beef cheesies. Cheesy beefies. To all beef patty, special sauce. Cheese, pickles, onions, and a sesame seed bun. I can do anything. Why can't I do this? Have you had your Mac today? Hello. Who better than I to tell you how much a penny will buy at the JCPenney store-wide New Year's sale? Because Sunday and Monday, when you choose from dozens of select items, you get another for just a penny. Honest. Want your toilet really clean? Pouring Clorox bleach after every flush. Or better yet, drop Clorox automatic toilet cleaner in your tank. It cleans with the power of Clorox bleach every time you flush. Clorox automatic. Strong cold medicines used to wipe me out. But Sudafed severe cold formula quiets my cough without drowsiness, opens my stuffy nose without drying me out, and eases pain without stomach irritation. The relief you need without the side effects you don't. Take Sudafed instead. If you want relief from minor arthritis pain, turn up the heat on arthritis. Just minutes after applying Ultra Strength Bengay, you can actually see the heat. It's the strongest, most advanced Bengay ever, with the heating power of three pain relievers. So turn up the heat on arthritis. 
So Mexican food is a big hot trend right now. Well, it's been pretty hot in my grandmother's kitchen for over 60 years. Her chilaquiles verdes? My forehead starts to sweat just talking about it. Luckily, she always followed it with a huge bowl of cooling lime jello. We would plunge our tongues into it. So refreshing. So relieving. The woman was ahead of her time. Naturally fat-free lime jello since 1930 and still the coolest. They were wild. They were wacky. And they all wanted to win the NBC Colgate Palmolive Star with the Stars Talent Contest. And now NBC proudly presents Deirdre McGill of Huntington Beach, California. The grand prize winner who gave soap opera a whole new meaning. It's so funny. Please excuse me. I can't tell you. You will use me. Congratulations, and thanks to everyone who participated in the NBC Colgate Palmolive Star with the Stars Talent Contest. Want to know a little secret about education? It'll improve your sex life. I'm serious. Take literature. Telling a girl she walks in beauty like the night is going to go over much better than, hey, baby. Or vocabulary. You can't be clueless if words like bustier or liaison come up. Plus, an education makes you smart and smart as sexy. I mean, what girl ever said, ooh, who's that dumb guy over there? During the Nissan National Clearance, we're teaching all our salespeople to say, yes! Yes! To just about anything. Say you want a Nissan Sentra or Altima with 0% financing. With enthusiasm, yes! Yes! And let's say you also want zero down payment. And you want zero payments till spring on any Nissan Sentra or Altima. Yes! And you want to take your time. No! Right, the Nissan National Clearance ends January 2nd. Hello, who better than I to tell you how much a penny will buy at the JCPenney store-wide New Year's sale? Because Sunday and Monday, when you choose from dozens of select items, you get another for just a penny. Honest! So does conditioning every day leave your hair heavy and weighed down? Not anymore. Pantene's got something brand new. New Pro-V Light Spray Conditioner. So light, you spray it on and leave it on. So healthy, gotta be Pro-V. Pantene's Pro-Vitamin Formula penetrates, improves. Your hair feels so light, so fabulous. New Pantene Pro-V Light Spray Conditioner. Spray it on, leave it on. For hair so healthy it shines. Finally. Will I get the lowest price on a collect call dialing 1-800-COLLECT? But isn't 1-800-COLLECT AT&T? 1-800-COLLECT is not AT&T. It's actually MCI. And a more expensive way to call collect. So why didn't MCI just say they were 1-800-COLLECT? Next time, know the code. Dial 1-800-CALL-ATT. You'll always get a price that's less than MCI's 1-800-COLLECT. That's your true choice. AT&T. Start your new year with a new ER. Jennifer, file for divorce. Work travels fast. This is about you and me. Get over it. Why don't you come over tonight and we'll order in a pizza? Will you be my mommy? It's a new day in the ER, NBC Thursday. 96 is going to be a hell of a year, huh? It happens Saturday. <gasps> Move to NBC Comedy Saturday with an all new okay, episode. Everybody. And Dennis rewrites our national. Coming episode. back. Hey, look at that thing. Isn't that good?
Welcome back to the second half here. Let me turn it down on my end. You're probably picking it up a little bit on the mic. But as you can see from the commercials, we're going to be here into the, we're going to be going into 1996 for TV history here. We're going to show a couple few clips of New Year's Eve 1995 because we missed it together. So, uh, we'll relive it. We'll relive what happened. I got a little bit of the Dick Clark New Year's Rockin' Eve. That's exciting. Keep going and going. I miss the cartoon Energizer Bunny. When they got the, the, the puppet, it took a little bit of flair out of it. You see Claudia Schiffer. Huge selection. New Ooh, Claudia Schiffer. This was still enough into the 90s. By 90s, into 96, Claudia Schiffer was done. Make it a blockbuster night. On a good day, he's a great cop. John McClane. Get it on double VHS. You got a triple A card? Bruce Willis, Die Hard with a Vengeance, from Fox Video, rated R, rented today. She doesn't know it, but he... Third Rock from the Sun was fuck. I mean, these are NBC commercials, but Third Rock from the Sun was fucking king in this era. King shit. Hang on, let me wrap this around a little bit. My cord is fucking dangling too much. Ooh, this is the first. Is this like a fake Titanic? Yeah. You got a very big job. They have no one else. I will never leave you. Oh, tremendous. I forgot when they did stuff like Daniel this. Daniel Steele's best-selling novel becomes an NBC motion picture. You'll have to teach me. No greater love, NBC Monday. Because Titanic was coming out, so they couldn't... Obviously, you know, there was only one Titanic, so they did a Titanic. That's fucking beautiful. That's a beautiful thing here. But let's say... Let's hold off on that. Let's finish up uh, on the TV League thing here. I do want to finish going through some of the points. Uh, and I will post the graphic and, and what not. Buffalo is just fit. I know that she has a good coat, good energy overall, and I would do anything to make sure that she's the best dog she can be. This is Poof, the most powerful pet odor eliminator in the world. So yeah, it's kind of stayed the same. I mean, you got the jostling between House of the Dragon and Yellowstone. Um, South Park creeping up to the top. It'll probably... South Park looks like one of those shows that's going to stay around uh, until we end the season. Oh yeah, that's another thing we could look at here. I've really hammered out the parameters of the TV league here. So the season is going to run from September to July. That's basically fall through summer. Because summer is all reruns and shit. People aren't out, so I don't think they're... Even Netflix, like I looked at their release schedule, there's like one show in July. So I feel like they're kind of... Everyone kind of stops for the summer. So this season will end in July. It's looking like it's going to be about 30 or 39 uh, weeks for the season. It was either 39 or 43. Uh, but it'll oscillate depending on what the what the leap year is and everything. Uh, but you know the point system. But there is going to be an end date to this. So the season will end in July, and then we'll crown the champion. Um, and then we've looked at the top, and let's go to the bottom and see who's sitting here at the fucking bottom. Colonial Life, New York Life, and National Life Group Keep are forgetting all to part put of the Unum family. The TV Unum was fined millions for wrongly denying claims. So we have Netflix bringing up the rear. Two shows, The Sinner and Inside Man. 
anytime you see a 35 or anything under 40 is a show that has appeared in the grid one time. So Ted Lasso has gotten in there on Apple. Apple's really all about that slow horses, Echo 3, and one other show. That rotates 1, 2, 3 at all times. Uh, Monarch. <clears throat> and Monarch was really when I was scoring, you know, I, I changed at some point. At some point, I took away uh, any show that was in fourth place or lower. I took away because I changed the shows that score points. Um, but yeah, that's it. And I promise I'll update the graphics and do that. But let's crack into TV history here. What do you say? Who? Open this up. Change Good news, Blake. Check this out, everybody. Sorry, I got very high. What are they saying? I do actually have some fun stuff pulled up, so we won't have to like fucking Next. Google it. When I got a Google new shit. new TV comedy hour. Wow. On the funniest all-new bet about you, it's Baby Making 101, 90s style. Don't do that. Why not? Because I'm not ovulating yet. Well, I am. And Paul's sister makes a shocking announcement. Transition <laughs> into the TV tango here. It's here. News radio on its new night. Yes. And to celebrate, they're selling the station? No sale. No sale. Pure fucking drugged up Andy Dick. That's a fun Andy Dick, I will say. So I got some New Year's Eve stuff pulled up right here. I do want to show this uh, right now. Right now. This was 1995 into 96 on Nickelodeon. There was a hot, a good portion of uh, the 90s. Oh, this is the wrong one. This is the wrong one. Here we go. One minute, here we go. The mayor has cued the ball. Oh no, that's not the one I wanted. Nickelodeon. I know I'm spelling it wrong, forgive me. Here we go. A little bit of you log at yeah. I saw this while I was at my dad's, and it really made me reminisce. Okay, quiet. A little bit of that you can't do it on television art. Hey, dude, move that light. Right? Action. Happy New Year from Nickelodeon. We're still kind of an adult channel. Right, Look at Lori Beth Denberg. Pure Moo Moo with Pete from Pete and Pete. Yes. Who's a pure libtard now. It's super fun. Let's squeeze in two more resolutions. Lori Beth Denberg was Nickelodeon's Chris Farley. Old Massachusetts, and Haley resolves to get up at 7.30 instead of 8.30 so she can be on time for class. All right, this last one is from Laura in Goose Creek, South Carolina. Her resolution is to be more helpful and caring to her friends. Have a really nice Happy New Year, Laura. Well, the time's upon us. Everybody put on your hats and get... He's, he's like, thank God this is over. We've been here since 10 o'clock. At Universal Studios. There's probably, they had to close in on that shot because those are the only people that are there. Three, two, one. Happy New Year. It probably looks so startling for the rest of the people in Universal Studios. Oh, I remember the Gak Fountain. I think that's abandoned now. I don't think Nickelodeon Studios is available in Orlando anymore. 
I don't think I was, I think I was even too old for this at this point. I think 95 going into 96, I watched MTV's thing. I was very much, whatever the teeny, teeny boppers were doing, that's what I was watching. Neil Brennan probably wrote this. He was a writer for Nickelodeon in the mid-90s. This is a Neil Brennan original. Happy New Year. Go into this here. I'm getting better at flicking with this flicking this mouse here. All right. Now I got to go back to my original search. They didn't have I couldn't find a full New Year's Rock and Eve for there's one for 94 into 95. But no one, the fucking people were too excited for the world being at its peak. So I have clips of some ball drops here. Let's get into this. This one I think is from the, I think these are all clips from the Dick Clark Rock and Eve. Two and a half minutes, two and a half to left. Two and a half minutes. And you can feel the excitement in the air. We are in the heart of Times Square at the crossroads of the world. No one knows what's going to happen in four years. The biggest party. There's only one Sabaros and not eight. 100,000 people, the mayor's people estimate, are here. And they're in perfect... Who do you think played on this one? Do you think they got Soundgarden? Till midnight. Or maybe a young silver chair? The ball will descend. It's brighter than it's ever been before. Do you see the action and the excitement? Look at that old-ass grandpa cop dressed in his classic 1960s breaking up a political rally gob. Dynamite bomb in 1905. 88 years ago, dropped for the very first time in 1907. A minute and 30 seconds to 1996. Hold on to your hats. It's coming up here. This is the place where... Kids used to line up and see Benny Goodman and Frank Sinatra and rock and roll where they're watching the ball tonight. Oh, this guy's fucking bad coverage. Fix your fucking VHS tape. We're going to go to another clip here. Luckily, I do believe. It's coming up here. This is the place where... Started from the top. Benny Goodman and Frank Sinatra and rock and roll in time. It'd be funny if the guy started fucking with them and stopping the ball so they had to pontificate. Because they got to talk until that ball drops. I'd give them silence. I'm watching too. One minute and five seconds from now. That's kind of why I did do like the CNN one because they it was very loose. They weren't host of the show. Listen to the crowd. They're watching it with you, but now they won't let them get drunk. They'll be celebrating in Times Square. They're going to be celebrating in Hollywood. Man, they didn't even have to hype people up. This was genuine excitement for a new year. Bill Clinton was president. His dick was sufficiently souped. In just 30 seconds from now. They're ready for it. The 24th annual New Year's Rock and Eve 
a classic on ABC, and the ball is dropping as scheduled in 15 seconds. It'll be the new year. People popping off poppers in my yard. I we did used to go bang pots and pans. I don't know if that was some old Norwegian fucking German shit my grandparents used to do, but you'd go bang pots and pans. And then into the late 90s, there used to get more kind of explosions and weaponry happening. By 2002, it was just 9-11 made all these holidays very explodey and gunny. Fucking New Year's and fucking all this, it's like... He's got a gun! Now, introducing Soul Asylum, taking us into the New Year. This is ABC6 Philadelphia. They're playing We Are the World. They don't even know. I don't know the words, but I know. We've got the Rembrandts, Martin Page, Hugo Dolls, Brandy, Cool and the Gang. Is that Troy Aikman? That's Troy Aikman singing a song, I think. Cool and the Gang will be celebrating with celebration right after midnight. Fireworks up there in Central Park. I specifically remember a New Year's. I don't remember what year. I think it was some sort of, some sort of, not a bicentennial. I know that like the tricentennial is not coming up. It was some sort of like hard anniversary. And Dawson from Dawson's Creek did the whole intro. And it really moved me. There's only one time in my life that I've ever felt patriotic. And it was when James Vanderbeek introed the fucking news. Look at that kiss. Let's get that suck. Look at that. Look at the passion. No, get that to go away. Ooh, look at it. Another peck. That was a good one. They didn't know they were on camera. Just pure optimism. It's like America won the Super Bowl. And f- f- dude, the 4th of July is right around the corner. I mean, they're not blowing their load. This is just an easy wait till the 4th. Oh, yeah, I was talking about the 4th of July. This is New Year's. Look at me all high. But they needed James Vanderbeek to give New Year's a little bit of oomph, and maybe I would have cared more, you know? Let's see here. I think they have an MTV one. Let's see this kiss. Let's see Kiss perform. Oh, this is the next year. We got to we look forward to that next year. Is that it? Do we got this one? From New York's only all news station. This is a New York One News special. Tonight, New Year's Eve, live from Times Square. Join us as we count down to the new year with a look back at the highlights of 1996. The countdown to 1997 is in its final hour. Oh, see, I'm, this is what, the, I was getting confusion Googling this earlier, because is the show called New Year's Eve 1995 or 1996? Because it's 95 going into 96. It was really hard fucking searching for this. Gotta be specific with Google. 1995... 
into 96. No, we just saw the rare and extended footage. This is not the same. Here we go. We got the raw. How raw is this? Is it just OJ confessing over it? Oh, there's no sound. This is literally just raw B-roll. Someone stole the camera from ABC. Camera one, camera two. Camera three, camera four. Ooh, 1995. I think this might be the whole fucker. See, no, this is 94 into 95. Let's see. Let's go to the end and see. Got Margaret Cho and Steve Harvey. Anyway, let's pull up some of this. Let's get to bed. Let's go look at the TV guide here. Start cracking into uh put on real TV while I look into TV history here. And he's bringing up conflicting evidence is for his appeal. Still, if they did know each other, then Rudnick should have recused. They did know each other. Holy shit! I didn't see if Rudnick has. Any how the f how fucking New York is that guy? I even knew the supposed fiance, Lena Grunwald. My name's Jim Greasebowl, attorney at lore. attorney at law. That's Lena, with Carl, me, and Greg. New Year's Eve, two thousand one, in Montreal. So you knew each other well enough. Jump ahead a little bit. She hit the deck, tried to sell it, didn't get the flag. Scott Van Pelt. Always gamble, and you can tell how much he gambled by how into what game he's into. All right, let's change to this screen here. I'll pull this up here. So we are at... Um, January 1st, it was a lot of bowl games here. Florida State beat Notre Dame 31-26. to just when Notre Dame was just starting to be bad. Like, 96 was like, I don't, honestly, I wasn't as into, like, 95, 96 was just when I was getting into football. So, like, I don't even really remember Notre Dame being good until fucking old fat Fupa guy, Charlie Weiss, started being the head coach. I think that was the beginning of, oh, they might start being good. Uh, we got a repeat of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. This is January 1st, 1996. The most important year of my life, by the way. I feel like I really opened up to the world in 1996. Um, let me swing over to YouTube here because I do have... I did save some stuff on my watch later while I was at my dad's. Was a, a little more forward-thinking than usual. Uh, but while I look this up, how's everybody doing? Uh, I think Bailey fell asleep or smoked a joint, but that's fine. Fucking tailing out anyway. It's a scoreless game early, and the card Love a flea flicker. Yeah, I imagine you're just like that hell with it, man. Let's let it rip. And there's David Blau. Took it right out of his hands. Da David Blau. Former fucking Detroit Lion, the Scott Mitchell of this era. Get to enjoy AJ Green on the field. Who knows? That's a tough. Um, here, let me put that on a little bit here. Go to my watch later playlist. This guy's been spectacular since he's taken over. It helps to have guys like that that you can chuck it to. Christian McCaffrey, yeah. 10 know, touchdowns made. since he was traded to the Niners. And they 1996 lead 7 TV. To 6. Here we go. Purdy, look out. 
There's what? Now we're going to have some fun. Three for NU, we start with SC. First drive of the game for them. Keyshawn on the business end from... Look at a young Keyshawn Johnson back when he still had quote-unquote fucking behavioral problems. Western answers right back. Steve Schnur. This is my intro to Northwestern. Like, I was... This is what made me a Northwestern fan. Like, my first intro to them is like, oh, they were in the Darnell Rose Bowl. Autry. Darnell Autry. The Bears drafted him that year, and he was... Garbage. Seven. Second quarter of the game. USC now leads 17-7. Schnur to Brian Muso. Schnur. That's such a Midwestern quarterback name. Good family to Schnurs. I grew up with him. He's the son of a running back. He runs like a running back. 53 yards with the moves. 24-10 USC lead. With those Bobby Brown moves coming down the field. Gary Barnett. Gary Barnett, that fucking turncoat, went to the University of Colorado. Immediately. Let me switch fucking screens here for capitalize. you. Autry running right. He gets in for the score. His second of the game. Two-point conversion is not good. Trojans lead by five. Yeah, he's not good. Fucking, you're goddamn right, Darnell Autry's not good. We saw this all year. The short throw and then the long run. Keyshawn makes nothing. It's interesting the footage they're using. Like, now they use the actual, like, they've very rarely gone to this far back, like, TV footage. They're showing a lot of close-ups and shit. I feel like they're trying to get crazy with you. 231, the kicker, Adam Abrams, the 46 yard of the long. No one, never made the pros. USC now back up on top. I'd like to know what he's doing now. Some sort of attorney at law. Maybe he's hooked on meth. A lot of people hooked on meth. After Look at those pads. You don't expect to see a, pad, a set of pads like that catching a pass. Season comes to a depressing end. USC, 41 32 in the Rose. Taking it in to make it seven to nothing, but Cutting whatever happened here. to acting like you've been there in the end zone before? Buckeyes get out to the lead. Tennessee has an answer on the ground. Look at him. That's the celebration that he's complaining about. How fucking incredible is that? Look at this. Zone before Buckeyes get out. Look at him just celebrating like a bunch of thugs. His name is Jay Graham, and he carried today 26 times. Got a young Peyton Manning, Peyton El Elmer Manning, playing in this game. Yards for the score. And the Citrus Bowl on a damp, rainy day in Orlando, tied at seven all at halftime. Third quarter, Peyton Manning throws a wobbly throw, but watch Joey Kent make the adjustment, come back for it, and make a 47-yard TD reception, 14-7 balls. The Buckeyes... He really did look good. Like, I do, you do, prototypical quarterback is a look thing. Like, I love when the draft boards get pulled up and they're like, he's a prototypical quarterback. That has nothing to do with talent. That has to do with, does he look like a poster throwing the ball? Manning just so happened to have it all. He had the brain, the will to learn. He was raised by a good family. Highlight reels and blooper reels probably to the end of time. Bobby Hoying with a pitch on fourth down, hitting the fullback. Bounced off his fucking head. What an Ohio State move. Something forged to that effect. 20 to 14 Tennessee with the victory. Eddie George, Heisman winners. This was still in the era when you fucking bullied a national title out of Colorado some fuckers. On, but the Buffs struggled. Fuck the Buffs taking Gary Barnett soon. See, back in the 90s, Colorado was like a, a dream job. It's getting more. Now, Deion Sanders is. Ooh, excuse me. It's getting a little. The, drank too much water. I'm getting the burps. Uh, but now that Dion is the coach of Colorado, it's probably going to be getting a little more into the limelight. But 
like I think they had Cordell Stewart coming up the pipe, or this is post slash. For a score, 13-6 Buffs. It was 26 Colorado in the third. The Buffs kick a field goal to make it 23-6. But wait a minute. Oregon had 13 men on the field. Duck coaches can't believe it, but that was the story for them all day. Colorado taking the three off the scoreboard, and Herschel Troutman runs six for the score. 26-6 Colorado. Herschel Troutman. Oregon. Graziani. Nightmare afternoon. Hit and stripped of the ball by Nick Zeke. Is that Dan Graziani? ESPN's Graziani? For the score. Colorado. All those fucking commentators look so short. It's so weird seeing them play football. Defense forcing five turnovers, three of them committed by Ducks QB Tony Graziani. John Tony Graziani. No, that's not the Graziani from the fucking the Greenie show. First take. Penn State and Auburn, Raleigh Richardson. Look at that wet ass field. Penn State, the height of the diddling. All of those players have had their anus fingered by the defensive coordinator. Or did he only do the defense? Did he fuck around with the offensive players? troops. Same score in the third. Richardson would break it open, showing plenty of poise here in the mud, gets back to work, and hits one of his favorite targets, Bobby Ingram. Bobby Ingram, future bear, actually did some things. I think Bobby Ingram was a part of that 2001 playoff run. He might have even cracked into the lovey years. Bobby Ingram might have even been on the Super Bowl team. Let's check into that. Record. Auburn's Patrick Nix, just 5 of 25 of 48 yards, picked off by Kim Herring. Nix smelling pretty bad himself. Both of his INTs led to touchdowns. The turnover would lead to that Kurt Enos team. Bobby Ingram is the offensive coordinator for fucking, is the offensive coordinator for the Wisconsin Badgers now. By 29. If there is a better college football coach with a month to, pray, to prepare than Joe Paterno, who is it? Beating Auburn gave Paterno bowl wins in 10 different locations. He leads everybody. Try. And there goes Malcolm Thomas of the Cuse, a Jacksonville native in front of the hometown. That sounds like a young Van Pelt. After he punched it over from the one, got some turf for his efforts. Clemson fourth and definitely sounds like a young Van Pelt. We've just got young and current Van Pelt. We've literally had a time warp on this show. Orange Cashin taking over on downs. Donovan McNabb, the keeper, five yards. Oh yeah, this is a early McNabb. This is even the year before he's supposed to go out into the draft. He dominates these guys. And this is still when the black quarterbacks were the black quarterbacks. So this was taking people by storm. The kid can throw. Where are you, Marvin Harrison? Here he is. Just a little bit open. And then I didn't know he had Marvin Harrison to play with. That fucking Syracuse team was sick. Fake this on the fake of the end around. Finding Harrison. 56 yards and McNabb. On his way to a 309-yard day through. Wow, it's an astronomical amount. Now that's like average. You need to like average 309 yards. 41 to nothing. Clemson couldn't even take. Or is that Steve Levy? It's either a young Van Pelt or Levy. Here's this Notre Dame-Florida State game. This was a fucking serious-ass game. Quarter no score goes up top. Derek Mays is under it. Touchdown. Danny Cannell at quarterback for Florida State. Bryant at seven. Then in the second quarter, Seminoles are trailing 10-7. Here's Danny. Meet Danny. Danny, boy. I think that's fucking Steiner. Charlie Steiner, that's that guy's name. Second of the night already. So Bobby Ingram was drafted in the second round of the 96 draft. He played there until 2001. So he just missed. I don't think Bobby Ingram even fucking made the playoffs with Dick Jerron. Oh, that's a crusher for Bobby Ingram. Display. 
And then in the fourth quarter, the Irish ahead 19-14. Krug to Pete. But yeah, now he's the offensive coordinator for the Badgers, and they wanted him to become the head coach because he's really got that offense swinging. 26-14. It's all over, right? No, maybe not. Hunter Smith punts. Here is D. Feaster of Florida State, and he is feasting, and he is D-man. 41 yards back, the longest return given up by Notre Dame this year, and bad timing. Fourth and five. Is this a team that can convert on that situation? Uh-huh. E.G. Green, Marshall. That's the way. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I like it. And the Canal rolls right. Has this is the intro, the beginning of ESPN having the, like, fucking rah-rah, like, booyah shit. This is when the booyahs, like, Stuart Scott was just coming up the pipe. Rich Eisen and Stu Scott weren't, like, in the rotation yet. They might have been doing morning sports center because I used to watch them in the morning. Uh, my, my guys, Stu Scott. What happened? Oh, sign up for a sign. From WFOR TV. So we got a little bit of news here from around that time. I think, I think this is January 1st. Happy New Year, everybody. I'm Anita Smith in for Cambrell Marshall. It is the end of an era in South Florida tonight. Millions witnessing history being made as the orange... Gianni Versace's death still on everybody's mind. What a game it was. Sports anchor Joe Zagacki begins our team coverage. Joe. Anita, I'm here in the Notre Look at Dame Joe Gazaki. Obviously, they're disappointed. It was a, a great victory for Florida State as they come from behind. Yeah, they look really disappointed. That's my... F look at... He says they look really disappointed. It was a, a great... Wow! They're fucking hammered, dude. They've had fucking little vodka pints in their trumpets. Come back with 17 straight points in the You're ruining my shot, guys. I said you were mad. Andre Cooper. This touchdown pass from Canel to Cooper wins the game for Florida State. It was Andre Cooper's third touchdown catch of the night. They were really talking up this Andre Cooper. What did he do in the NFL? Nine minutes to go in the game. They get two quick touchdowns. Plus the safety, and Florida State goes on to win it here at the Orange Bowl tonight by a score of 31 to 26. The Knolls have now won okay. 11 straight bowl games. We'll have more coming up in sports. Live from the Orange Bowl, Joe Zagacki, News Sports. Joe Zagacki, I will eventually overdose on cocaine. Much more than a game, it is an all-day event from tailgate parties to souvenirs. Fans absorb every minute of the big day. News Sports' Andrew Colton is live at the Orange Bowl where the game is so over. So he attended Florida State. Uh, Cooper was included in the Orange Bowl Hall of Fame in 2014. So he had 15 touchdowns in 95, single-season FSU record. Signed as an undrafted free agent with the Seahawks in 1997. So that means he went all of 96, didn't get drafted, uh, and either signed mid-season. Uh, yeah, after being released during training camp, he signed with the Denver Broncos in 98. So he might have been a part of a Super Bowl squad. Uh, was a member of the Broncos development squad for the entirety of the 98 season as the team won back-to-back -back Super Bowls in 99. He was elevated to the active roster. Um, uh, Denver, after leading the National Football League in receptions and receiving yards in the preseason. Oh, I got excited there. During the season, he caught nine passes for 98 yards. There you go. Had some action on the field. He was released. So it looks like he had your average fucking fade out nfl career doesn't look like he had too many personal issues who knows though he got involved he got inducted into the into the orange bowl hall of fame so that means he was available to be inducted into the hall of fame that's always good on tv or listen to the radio 
So normally I like to listen to the game during the course of the game. Someone who's normally on the air at games is Dick Vitale. But at this game, he's just a fan. Tonight I'm nothing but a dad, not a broadcaster. My... This is the first time. And my one girl, Sherry. Are they showing off like the new pro player Joe Robbie Stadium or something? At this one, if you're not wearing green or garnet and gold, you know you're probably safe with orange. Do you wear this any other time of the year? Or no, no, this is about it. No, I fucking, I used to, I used to be an usher at a movie theater and I dusted this off. An orange the orange jackets get you pretty good seats, but not everyone's so lucky. This is the section of the stadium known as the nosebleed level. When you're up here, you're about as far away from the action as you can be still being in the stadium. In fact, I'm actually terrified right now. Miami, then you do it, what's going on down on the field. And if you have to sit up here, look you at that shit. Tony Johnson first. So, so these go for how much? Those college football stadiums are so tall i was doing a gig in lincoln nebraska and we it's right there by the stadium and we walked up to the university of nebraska football stadium and you like i've seen skyscrapers and you like almost can't see the top of it when you're standing face up with it they're so tall because they're built these college stadiums are usually built in like a fixed area it's around a campus or a neighborhood so they can't fucking go out so they go up out there, didn't he? From the hoopla of the game to the halftime extravaganza. Ooh, a little bit of Miyama New Year. Look at the lipstick they've planted on that poor girl. Almost as famous as the game itself, the Broadway-like singing and dancing, and then there's the light show and the fireworks. This performance was even more special than in the past. That is because this year it celebrated the Miami Centennial and the final year of the Orange Bowl in the Orange Bowl. Yeah, they moved to the Dolphin Stadium after that. I think the Orange Bowl got fucking demolished. The Coast Guard says it does not... Right into murder. ...in the boat at the time of the accident. The driver cannot tell them... Oh, we got a boat accident. What was he, a pitcher for the Florida Marlins? ...for hours tonight, and they'll be back in the morning. The cause of the crash and the identity of the victim are not known. Two people are dead after a corporate jet clipped some wires in the skies over Naples. Police say the plane disintegrated. Look how carefree the world was. People just fucking careening into electrical poles, not a care in the world. And we're on the way to pick up five. People were having real fun, driving their boats into shit, flying their planes into shit. Years of Brownsville Church nourished souls tonight on this first day. Of Setting churches ablaze. I know someone who set a church on fire in the suburbs. It really was like a problem. He would like, he guess I like introduced me to weed at nine, like really was a terrible influence on me. But it wasn't until he set a set fire to a church that people were like, oh, he's a menace. When I logged up, my heart was pumping because this, this Why is your heart pumping? You're all just going to pay to build a new one, you suckers. All your life, it's not a good feeling. It took 60 firefighters to put this one out. No one was inside the building. None of the firefighters was hurt, but there was one really close. Did she say none of the firefighters was hurt? A news lady? Oh, that would be awesome. There was, put this one out, no one was inside the building. None of the firefighters was hurt, but there was. Oh, she said that. That's amazing. So in this Florida newscast, the news lady goes, no one in the building was hurt, or no, no one in the fire. Oh no! I, I thought now that I'm saying it, it sounds right. It sounds like she was saying "was" when you should say "were," like how hillbillies do. Oh. No one's was. <laughs> no one was members of this church, the pastor says, 
I apologize, old broad from the 90s. Get in the people together. Well, because it's Florida. They're fucking pieces of shit. Not this guy, the news people. Redo it. The blacks of Florida are great people. Look at her. Fire investigators will be back first thing in the morning to try to find... Your fake-ass fucking... Investigation continues tonight into the police shooting of a suspected robber. It happened at 18th Avenue and Police killed a guy and no one cares yet because it's 1996. This is going to be a big year for us, though. Kiss is getting back together. Power Rangers was changing it up. I think the fucking this is when they introduced the White Ranger in 1996. Parents, if your teenager is still out tonight, it could mean trouble with the law. Ooh, I do remember in the into the late 90s, 96 was the beginning of the curfew. I remember that was when, like, as a kid, you just knew, like, you can't be out at dark. But I remember when you got a curfew. Oh, we can party now. It's a curfew. We can be out till 8.30. Like, being in bed at 8.30 was one thing. But when your parents allowed you to stay outside until 8 o'clock, that was a big moment in life. I don't feel that's right. Now, you would think that's pretty much the norm. Uh, the kids don't like it. The parents do, right? Well, well fuck them. That's the parents' responsibility. It's not the government's responsibility to keep their kids out of the... If I want my kid to be murdered, I come from Turkey where children are killed. After 9 o'clock, then why should you be... That kid is on fucking pills. They do, then. Too bad. <laughs> I haven't eaten in four days because I want to be a model. Four. Kids didn't like it, and neither did the cops, saying they felt like babysitters. But this time around... It has a little more bite to it. Um, we bring them to the station. Eventually, within a matter of weeks, we're going to have a volunteer group set up with a monitor the juveniles until the parents respond. So we don't see it as, right a, uh, as a babysitting the uh, event the anymore. News. The curfew will not be their top priority while patrolling the streets, but they say... It gives them the legal clout should they see a situation where it's obvious teenagers are up to no good. Dave Stanley, News 4, South Florida. Still to come tonight on News 4, a deadly avalanche in France. Wait until you hear what caused it. Later, Prince Charles is vacationing in Switzerland. Princes die in the Caribbean. Will their next stop be divorce court? Stay close. News 4 is just getting started. Tuesday, bring in your new year with excitement. Free grandstand admission for everyone. Free Europa Sea Cruises with no hidden charges for the first 10,000 fans. Great family entertainment with pony rides, a petting zoo, and more. And the Grade 3 $100,000 Tropical Park Derby. Tuesday, closing day at Calder Racecourse. Thanking you for a record-breaking year. Post time, 1230. News 4 South Florida is sponsored in part by your South Florida Ford dealers. Pop quiz, what's the best-selling sports car in its class? The Ford Mustang. It came back right in, right in time Mustang for a commercial. Sorry, I had to, we have to wash our, our bathroom sink is broke. I, that's a story I didn't tell you guys. We had, we've had sounds coming out of our pipes. We have ghosts in our pipes. Uh, which is the subtitle of some sort of weird fucking fucking siphon filter video game from the 90s. But we have ghosts in our pipes. We're hearing noises grinding. It sounds like someone's reaming the pipe. Then all of a sudden we see water trickling out of the bathroom door. The sink is overflowing with not shit water, mud water. Just muddy water. Not the blue singer, the literal mud water. 
So we got to wipe it up. We call a plumber. A plumber's got to come to our house at 1030. Uh, so we can't use our sink. So we have to wash our hands and do dishes in one sink like pioneers. We got a wash basin. Six of the 26 who died were children. More than 20 other people were hurt. Six children died. Car into a New Year's crowd will go before a judge tomorrow on numerous counts of assault with a. That's when you know they just want to do murder. They got to go to Boston for more death. This is Miami. People because they did not clear out of his way fast enough. But his girlfriend says Brooks rammed their car into the crowd. His girlfriend. The, the couple in their car. In France, two skiers are accused of causing an avalanche that killed a man. Authorities say those skiers went into a forbidden area. Five other skiers were rescued alive and well, and it was a massive rescue operation. 300 people who worked for hours. And then I got another thing I'm going to show. I'm going to show some forecasts. We got some Weather Channel footage because there was a huge blizzard at the beginning of January 1996. It hit, like, the whole Northeast and fucking uh, mid-Atlantic, not mid yeah, the whole Northeast, mid-Atlantic, like that Kentucky, Southern Ohio area. I think even Chicago caught a little bit of it. The cold weather couldn't stop it. And then, but at the start of it, they were preparing people for it. New Year's of 96. 30 degrees in the water. Look at these guys. Members of the Portland Rugby Club did their annual lobster dive anyway. The money raised from the dip will go toward the main... See, I wish I grew up where there's a lobster dive. You've resolved... There's lobster in Lake Michigan. Those things are fucking... Not edible. And if you're I even think they actively tell you not to eat any fish that comes out of Lake Michigan. There was even a toxic fish that they were actively telling people to harpoon because, like, it was going to destroy the ecosystem of the lake. What's news for? For breaking the big story. News for is sexy, cocaine, modeling, raves, molly. To get the right answer. What's news for? For covering what you care about and making sure problems come with real solutions. Quest for the lowest price in the. Excuse me, certain drugs may help Ooh, she disorder have an increased risk for episodes where their hearts race too fast to pump blood effectively. The episodes can cause fading and sometimes death. Researchers say, <coughs> excuse me, certain drugs... Ooh, that was like a sneeze cough. <gasps> Took her breath away. Two new studies are the first ever to confirm your personality could indeed be in your genes. Scientists have pinpointed a gene that influences how impulsive, excitable, quick... Yeah, your personality's in your genes. That lady looked neurodivergent as fuck. Look at all those kids. Someone brought up a good point, by the way. I was watching a Hassan Abi stream, and he brought up something, and let me bounce this off you, Larry. He was watching a Bill Burr video, and he, Bill Burr made a joke, and Hassan goes, here's the moment of the show where I have to explain comedy to the left because a lot of people on the left are neurodivergent, and they don't get it. And I was like, I didn't even think about that. Because a big thing about being neurodivergent and autistic is like you don't have social cues. So I know of a lot of people that are like neurodivergent that they don't know when they're being made fun of because they don't sense that kind of thing. So I really do feel like there are because a lot of the vocal left are some fucking on the spectrum people. And I genuinely think these are people that are neurodivergent and don't get humor. So they just take it. They take everything literally seriously. It was just a good point that kind of opened my eyes. I was like, I didn't think about that. Like, they could just not know what jokes are. And they do. It's just their own version of it. Big Jazzercise era. This was the Jazzercise diet. Fucking name this regiment era. Fucking diet pills rampant. Mini thins. 
They weren't behind the glass at gas stations. You can rip those fuckers right off the fucking spinny shelf. But unfortunately, they don't keep it up. That's why I'm here to help them do that. You know, I only found one person who did use the gym when working out hard. Hell yeah. We got Maggie Edney watching. She texted me. I sent her a smiley face. Look at that baby. What kind of horror do you think that baby's seen? The holidays are over and so is the vacation. You're back. I'm pantsless below the camera. It's still the frivolous era. Ooh, Janet Reno. Classic Reno. What do we got here? For helping Lexus attain the highest customer loyalty we watched that already. I feel bad that Maggie turned on now. We're getting close to the end of the show. I feel like now I gotta do two more hours. Because Maggie's... No. Larry's going, please don't. Here, let's, let's look at this ski forecast. Listen to that. I, this weather channel, when I was a kid... This is the era I used to turn my hair gray watching the Weather Channel. A little dusting of snowfall. We've also had some fresh snowfall, too, for Pico Mountain and for Jay's Peak up in Vermont. Other resorts like Snowshoe, well, right now reporting groom conditions. Snowshoe. Elsewhere, though, packed powder for Sugarbush and for Hunter Mountain. Ooh, Sugarbush. That, like that sounds like a naughty name. Hey, Sugarbush. Reporting over 56 inches of snow. Let's go back to this fucking Miami newscast. We'd like to thank you for helping Lexus... It's the right care. Right now, in here we go. Look at this guy's hair. Guys, the wind is south of ten. The humidity is ninety. It looks like a combo hairpiece. Like it looks like he's wearing a hairpiece, but he also has a full head of real hair. Rain coming in over the Fort Myers area, moving up north of Lake Okeechobee. That's some heavy stuff. And there's the little skinny band of rain that came through Dayton Broward earlier tonight and uh, did shower a little bit on the Orange Bowl. But I'll tell Just you what, if my we arm here. that stuff there, we would have been really wet. Right now, it is coming down heavy north of Tampa, up through. Central Florida and into the Jacksonville area. They've got the most clouds. Now these are clouds. We're showing showing off our cool graphics here. We watch sports. We got we watched all of that. They end with sports. Ooh, what is this? She was hunted by a stalker. Now will the material girl turn material witness? She was hunted by a stalker. Now ooh yeah, a lot of people getting stalked in the nineties. Real fun. Look at that. The 90s were great. You can fly your airplane into power lines. You can stalk Madonna. Now try stalking Madonna. I dare you. No, don't. See, that's what kind of show this is. Not very many people watch. So I can just openly be like, stalk Madonna. And there's two people watching. So no one's, uh, no one's going to do it. But we're going to ease out. We're going to go back to current television. Dude, what are you doing? I'm protecting my car. That's too Continue much work. WeatherTech is so much what easier. What the fuck is Spikeball? Fist of Touch puts up a fight every single time. Speaking of the autism spectrum. Will Murphy going for... See, this is... I do love the era, though, of they're running out of sports to professionalize, so all of the sports that they play in the courtyards of bars are now professional. They've got cornhole leagues. I think there's a, there is a professional handball league. I don't know if this is just the grass version of handball. So Buddy Hammond will rip away at this one. Hankel with extreme... Buddy Hammond, who works at the Sitco down the street when he's not playing spike ball. Back two with a little bit of a dive at Ooh. the end, but couldn't quite do it. This is the athleticism... I uppercutted the, the microphone. More of these players every single time. 
An absolutely powerful shot. Mm -hmm. And although it looks like a desperate no, play, that's nice. exactly... It probably wasn't nice for the ears of the people. Any chance to send that... It's a little windy out here, so that's taking the ball off. There's probably... They gotta fucking do the finger in the air. Well, Henkel with the ball again is attempting to apply a lot of that left-to-right spin. I love the, these new sports like this because they have to come up with terminology. All the way over the top and front of the ball. He's getting a little loft on the jib there, Frank. So much torque off the net that it shoots even way past the receiver after they've taken a few steps. Yeah, that's what we saw Clark Martin. This game has to end within 20 minutes because two of the people have to go back to work. None of these people make a living doing this. Do now. But they're on ESPN at 10 p.m. Pacific, midnight Central, 1 a.m. Eastern. A lot already here, Mike, is a, is a break, a serving break. Can you explain what that means? Right, you may be a little confused if you're a tennis watcher. In tennis, the server has the advantage. Or sorry, excuse me, the server has the advantage. Murphy now, big set. Hinkle blasts away at this, but Marshall... That's how he knows people aren't on board with this. He has to just talk about tennis. It's like tennis with a smaller net. Jesus fucking Christ, people. But what a rally early in this first game. Sorry, Mike. It's okay. As I was explaining... As I was explaining, because I do have to explain the rules of this, because no one knows what the fuck we're talking about. We're playing in... The park of a public library, for Christ's sakes, Jim. Please let me analyze the game. The receivers have the advantage, although with serves like this, it doesn't really look like it. So a break is when you get a point. I think my mom is calling us in for lunch, Jim. Unreal. Unreal from Buddy Hammond. It is unreal. I wish we had more time to cover this. Uh, I think, yeah, that's the, the, the end of the show here. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, we're going to be back Thursday. I'm actually going to have Adam Crocious on the show. We're going to do a Thursday stream, probably the same time, 10 p.m. Central, 11 p.m. Eastern. I'll see you. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Now how can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air? <laughs>